Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of Laser Focus. This is the podcast where we talk about Patriots football and the rest of the NFL. We will be releasing a podcast every week. Now, let me introduce my co-host and cousin, Faith. Hello. So, Faith, let's just get right into it today. What are your thoughts on the preseason so far? I think that the draft class looks excellent. Agreed. We haven't really seen many starters, but what I'm seeing so far... Um, obviously it's not against great, uh, players at the moment, but everyone looks very good so far. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, it's a bit of a disappointment that we haven't seen Tom Brady, but there's no question that he'll be good. Um, I guess my, you know, big standout is of the preseason is just how stacked that defense looks. I mean, we're already seeing comparisons to 2014. In my opinion, this is looking like an all-time defense, and I understand that this is the preseason and that we shouldn't be reading too much into it, but this this is a good defense. Like, I, you have given Tom Brady a good defense this year. Yes, I agree. And I think in past years, the defense has been overrated. Like, Kyle Vannoy has grown into a great player. Dante Hightower is a great player. We have Stephon Gilmore. You've had great players over the years, and now it's just like, I feel like a complete defense. You have great defensive ends, great linebackers, great corners. It's just like a very complete um, defense. So oh, really I, I, I agree. I mean, with, uh, with Juwan Williams, who we'll get to, and Chase Winovich uh, from rounds two and three, we have a great defensive back. And, I mean, Chase Winovich is an animal. But uh, let's talk a little bit about the rest of the NFL. Let's talk a little bit about the, a little bit about the offseason. Uh, there were some huge trades made. I don't know if you want to consider Joe Flacco a huge trade, but uh, o- Odell Beckham Jr. going to Cleveland was certainly a big trade. So what were your thoughts on that? That was a shocker. I was not expecting that. I saw it on Twitter, and I started freaking out because it's crazy that he's going from the Giants, this diva, and then he's going to the Browns, which is like, that was just a big change from the Giants to the Browns, and no one was really expecting it. Dave Gettleman had just said that he wasn't trading OBJ, so that was just kind of crazy. That, that was that was surprising, and I mean, apparently there's – I don't exactly know the cap number, but the Giants are carrying a significant portion of that contract on their salary cap for the next couple of years, um, which, which makes it kind of all that much more amazing. And I'm not convinced that Odell Beckham is in a better position in Cleveland, but we'll get to that. I don't, I don't think so either, but he's also – there's also a very interesting wide receiver core there now because of um, – there's Anthony Callaway and then there's also – Isn't it Antonio um, Callaway? Antonio Callaway okay. and there's also um, Jarvis Landry. So yeah. that's really interesting. I mean, that, that team looks good. And obviously, um, you know, next week we're going to go through the entire league. But I have my questions on that head coach and that quarterback, and uh, I think we'll leave it at that. Any thoughts on Odell Beckham Jr.? Any final thoughts? Um, I guess we'll just see if he can pull it together this year. Okay. Uh, I just want to close by saying that I think if they are 0-4 or even 1-3, he will get into a fight with the net by September. I mean, by October, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, the other big trade, and like I said, I don't know how big you want to consider this, but it is Joe Flacco. Um and let me preface this by saying he is the only quarterback who has ever beaten the Patriots at home in an AFC championship Yeah, with that, Tom, in the Tom Brady era. I'm sorry. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, 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 the Broncos are really, really interesting now with him. They, they traded for Case Keenum hoping that was going to work out or did they sign him? I don't know if it was a trade. Uh, I don't, I don't know if they signed him. I know he, well, he started last year was really good in Minnesota, yeah. but yeah, he didn't work Either out. Either way, he, he ended up, um, in Denver last year, and he was it was supposed to be exciting, and it just didn't work out that way. He wasn't as good as it, they had hoped for. And then you, Joe Flacco has such a disappointing end of the year where they're in the playoff game, and Lamar Jackson is not performing well, and he doesn't even get to play, and it was just like a weird situation. Yeah. And now he goes to Denver, so I don't know how that's going to work out. But Yeah, I mean, I mean that, was, that was certainly interesting. I remember we were uh... – we were watching that game together and your dad said to put in Joe Flacco and I was almost agreeing with him and uh, they never did. But uh, it's, it's really a thing that I would wonder if I'm a Ravens fan, do you put Joe Flacco in? Do you potentially win that game? I don't think they would have won it, but my God, that offense was egregious at the end of that game. And that was clearly the point where you saw that the Ravens were going to move yeah. on from Joe yeah, Flacco. Yeah, for sure. My, my big question with Joe Flacco, I mean, you know, he's not what he was, but, 
he's better than I would say half the quarterbacks in the league. I mean, it's a pile of trash with some of these quarterbacks. And I mean, he's in Denver. Obviously that's a very tough division with the exception of the Oakland Raiders. Um, That's a, that's a good division. Um, You haven't, you have an automatic home field advantage more than others by being in Denver. Um, I'm not going to, I mean, there's a chance they make the playoffs, but it's a very, very long shot. But I, I think Joe Flacco is really there for a year or two as a placeholder until they can get a real quarterback. So I agree. Well, they that's... also drafted Drew Locke in the draft mm-hmm. this year, who could develop into a good quarterback. So that's yeah. also something to look at. And you know Joe Flacco could draft? can be a good Joe Flacco can be a good mentor for him. So okay, yeah. I mean, Joe Joe Flacco at this point is you know a very highly paid, highly skilled quarterback coach. I think we agree on that in Denver. Yeah. Because he's, he's not, they're not building the franchise around him. Although he has a hell of a defense. That's like, very. I don't know yeah. if it's as good as the Patriots. I don't, I haven't looked at it closely enough yet, but he has a good defense. But having Bradley Chubb and Vaughn Miller yes. on your defense, that is, that, that is was, very big. That was so. scary. Do you see those two tandem um, in the preseason uh, game? They were against backups, but holy that's, crap. That's scary. Oh. So I think that's it with big trades, unless you have anything else you want to bring up. No, those are, those are kind of the ones that I wanted to touch on. So that's okay, awesome. then let's, let's move on to big contracts. And uh, I want to start on Michael Thomas, 20 million per for five years, given to a wide receiver in New Orleans. Um, let me just start by saying, I don't care the circumstances. I don't care if he's the best receiver in the league. I do not understand giving him $20 million a year. You did this with Drew Brees after he won a Super Bowl, and it ruined your franchise for years. You had no money to get anyone else. This is absolutely insane. To give someone $20 million per for five years, you can trade for someone. You can get someone for half the money, and they'll still be good. Yes, Faith? Um, so I, I agree. Um, but you definitely saw him grow into a player that was very important for their offense in the coming years, and you – I believe Drew Brees is forty, or is he? He's thirty-nine or forty. So at this 40. point, you need you need those kind of weapons because soon he's going to be gone. So yeah. I do agree that that's a lot of money to give out. But Michael Thomas, I do believe, will be a big piece. To yeah, their I mean, no, no doubt, future. no doubt, he's a big part of that offense. He's a top five receiver. I just I can't imagine giving some, giving a receiver twenty million per year because if you fact if you amorize it or amateurize it, however you pronounce that. If you give him $20 million per year, let's just say they do go to the Super Bowl. They play all 20 games. He plays all 20 games. If you catch 10 passes a game, that's that's $100,000 a catch. And that's five years? I mean, I I think it's absolutely insane, and I think we're going to see it. Two, three years down the road, we're going to see it because that – you have a wide receiver taking up – I mean, Tom Brady is on the – Tom Brady's salary cap number is 20 million i know he's making 23 yeah. but tom brady's on the books for a little more than that yeah i agree with every everything you're saying but we are seeing it right before our eyes the contract's just getting uh, we like, are so much bigger we so. are uh i just i would never give that kind of money to a, a wide receiver he's yeah. he's good michael thomas is good if he's available in the second or third round of my fantasy football draft or maybe first <laughs> i would consider taking him <laughs> as a general manager in football i would not pay him that kind of money that oh. that kind of money i mean you're going to have to sign Taysom Hill off his rookie contract in a couple of years. It's it's either going to go really well for them or or something's not going to go. Yeah, well. I mean, there's a history of um, – I mean, we can obviously – we are going to talk about Antonio Brown a little later. Okay. But we can talk about uh, receivers that make a ton of money and then are awful. And when you consider that the Saints have just come off that loss, and it seems like Drew Brees is trying to get them off that, but they as a team have not moved on from that loss – and it's very concerning. So I, I don't have a lot of hope, and um, I'm, I'm not sold on Michael Thomas, and I would never give away that kind of money. All right. Anything you so, want to add on Michael Thomas, Faith? Nope. Okay. So then we have Russell Wilson. Oh, yep. I feel like it's really weird because he is a great player, but you don't always see their team do the best. They, they made it to the Super Bowl. They played very well over the years. I do think he deserves it. It is a large contract, though. So. Yeah, it, it's a lot of money. He's the highest paid quarterback in the league now, correct? I am not sure. Okay. But I know it's one of the, it's one he's, of the largest He's in the top three, I'm, I'm assuming we can say that. Yeah. Uh, $35 million a year is still $35 million a year. I don't, I don't care. The salary cap is still the salary cap. Yeah. Um, when you consider 
Um, I don't know the exact number, but he was making under a million dollars when he won that Super Bowl on his rookie yeah. contract. So you consider that, you know, he did deserve it. 35 is a little much. Uh, I, I consider him, I, he's not my favorite quarterback. I consider him an elite quarterback, though. Um, Me too. And and he's he's obviously younger than Tom and Breeze and all uh-huh. these people, but he's getting up there. So we'll see. Uh, I guess next- I guess size and injury concern be my big thing. But you know yeah. what? 35 million for four years. Uh, they'll Seattle probably will get their money's worth i mean yeah i mean they're trying to get him weapons i know they mm-hmm. dk metcalf is a question for a lot yeah. of people but they did get him so we'll see how that we'll uh we'll get to dk when we got when we talk about Nikhil harry but wagner they they have a lot of things that could go right for them uh-huh yeah i mean it's 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 a big contract but i guess it's easier for me to support than uh the michael thomas thing Okay, so moving right along, I want to talk about Dak Prescott's reported demand, which is $40 million per. This uh, is I... ticking me off so bad because he has not proven himself at all. And it's just ridiculous that he thinks that this is what he's worth. I just yeah, don't I mean, understand. It's, it's the culture of that team. It's being on TV every week. We'll get to it with Zeke Elliott uh, when, when we talk about holdouts. But, I mean... What he is asking for, for $40 million per year. I mean, we just talked about Russell Wilson. I'm not completely okay with, with what they did. Um, I would not be okay giving Dak Prescott $40 million per. Colin Coward, I think that he's getting 32 to 35 which I'm semi-okay with. I mean, who else are you going to get for a quarterback? But $40 million is absolutely ridiculous. Like, yeah, that is, if you're Jerry Jones, you, you offer him 28 and you see what happens. That is too opinion. much. And when, when he got a gift with Amari Cooper. So that is just amazing for him. But when just say we don't exactly know what's going to happen yet, but let's just say that this Ezekiel Elliott holdout goes into the season. I think that he's going to be struggling. So that'll be interesting to see what yeah. happens with that. I, I mean, obviously that's out of his control. Um, I just think what? that he relies on him a lot. A oh, big well, I mean, so. it's, there's no question that Dak is a, you know, slightly above average quarterback and they're building that team around the run. Um, and that that's, you know, a pretty good defense. And I believe Dak Prescott has the best line in the NFL, best offensive line in the NFL. I know the Colts definitely had it last. Year. Yeah. The Colts had a good, okay. If, if he doesn't have the best, he has one of the top. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a, it's a great offensive line. You can't blame it on that. He's a, he's an average quarterback at best. I wouldn't give him that kind of money. I, um, I 100% wouldn't. No question. He'll get 30. He'll get around what Russell Wilson got just because that's the going rate. And I mean, supply and demand. There's not a lot of quarterbacks out there. Yep. He knows the offense. But, gee, if I'm Jerry Jones, I, I mean, you have Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott both wanting new contracts. Yeah. And you you maybe have to commit. If you want to continue this, you may have to commit fifty up a little less, little under $50 million a year to and keep they them. Just, um, they just – gave the contract to Jalen Smith is his name, the linebacker. Yep. And Jerry Jones just made that, uh, that little statement about not having much pie left now. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say that I don't understand where this mythical salary cap room is coming from because I mean, look at the Patriots. They're, they're, they're thin with every salary they give out. I don't know. I don't know where Jerry Jones is coming. I mean, uh, he's a billionaire. I'm not, that's not my concern, Mm -hmm. but you are, you are capped on a salary cap. I, I don't know where he, where this money's coming from. I'm not an expert on uh, the Dallas Cowboys salary cap. I'm not an expert on the Patriots salary cap, but um, I, I, I do understand that when you give out hundreds of millions of dollars, it's not a ton of money to give out. So, I mean, you have to pay Dak Prescott at this point. It, yeah. You have no other option. I don't even know and who their backup is. Dak Prescott was, I think, also the quarterback that brought up the um, little thing that Tom doesn't need as much money because he's married to Giselle. I think that that was Dak who said that, which is, I get what he's saying, but. That's I mean, Dak could it. go marry a supermodel too. It's an equal opportunity country. Exactly. It's a free country. And, I mean, and I don't think he understands it. Clearly he's not thinking straight. If he's going to say, well, I should get money. I don't, I'm not married to someone. No, you shouldn't get the money because you're not as good as him. So that's just my point. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I think it's on, I get what you're saying, but I think it's unfair to say, that because Tom Brady, he's Tom Brady's making twenty three million dollars this year, and he was making in the teens last year. Exactly. Um, 
I think it's unfair to say that a quarterback in the NFL should be making Tom Brady money because Tom Brady is notoriously a team player. And that's no, a lot I of agree. times because you win. So to say that, I, that, I mean, Dak Prescott. I don't, think he should, I don't think he should be taking Tom Brady money. I just think no. that, I just think that that was like him saying like, I'm not taking a hometown discount, but like you, I mean, you can't get a huge contract if you want to have, a good running back if you yeah, want to yeah. have a good defense supporting yeah. you. I, I agree. He's not I he agree. proven himself. He wants, to get, he wants to get paid. Uh, I mean, I think 30 is reasonable. Okay. In, this, in, the day, in this day and age in the that's, NFL, 30 is reasonable. Yeah, that's fair. Um, before we get to the holdouts, I, I do want to touch a little bit on Tyreek Hill. I know we've talked a bit about him. Um, just want to say that I don't condone domestic violence of any kind. Never have, never will. Um, but I do want to touch on a little bit about how the NFL has handled this. And I know, Faith, you yeah. have some thoughts. I, but I, yeah, I don't my... want to say anything too controversial, but there have been other situations very similar, not not the exact same like things that people have done, like domestic violence. Similar things, though, where, where they've done things, but it wasn't they didn't have all the evidence. But they decided to suspend the person. Mm-hmm. But with Tyreek, they decided oh, we don't have the evidence, so we can't do it, and we never have, which is not true. So yes. I just, I don't know how um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer, but I think that when his, uh, I don't know if she's wife, girlfriend, is, came out and said that she was lying or whatever in that video, uh, and if you don't know what video we're talking about, there's a recording in an airport in Dubai of them talking about how the son's scared of them, and he uh-huh. basically admits to beating his son. Um, and he also, let me just add in, says, um, I think he says, like, and you should be scared of me, too. Yes. And, and obviously, that is um, that's predatory behavior. We do not condone that at all. No. Um, and it, this is also a guy who has a history of it. Um, yeah. I don't want to get into what he's done in the past. Yeah, we don't need to we really we really don't even want to talk about this. No, no. The, the one final thing I do want to say on this is uh, I want to think about Zeke Elliott and I we're going to talk about his contract in a minute but consider when Zeke Elliott got that six game suspension a couple of years ago yeah. um I believe it was sexual assault that he was accused of and then those charges were dropped and the NFL still felt the need to suspend him for what I remember to be six games and you're just letting Tyreek Hill off the uh, um off the hook here I think it's, yeah. it's very inconsistent here and I think that you know the NFL in, in uh, November, they'll have Domestic Violence Awareness Month. I think it's November. Um, yeah. And, I mean, as much as I want to support that, you just, you just understand that that's, that's what the NFL does to cover their, cover their bases. And they, they, really, they really screw up every single time, whether it's, you know, Ray Lewis, Kareem. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Not Ray Lewis. Ray Rice. Kareem Hunt. Um, many others. Many others. Yes, many, but- many others. Yeah, in in my my problem obviously it's a problem with things he did, but I don't really want to get into that. My problem that we're talking about here though is just I don't think the NFL handled it right, and I don't think they gave a fair explanation for the way they handled it. Oh, they so definitely didn't. And I, I mean, when you're judge, jury, and executioner like Roger Goodell is, I mean, I don't I don't care who's who signed the letter saying Tyreek Hill was off the hook. Roger Goodell makes the final call on that. Roger yep. Goodell is a clown, and. End of story. You know that. Um, So, you know, hopefully we don't have to talk about domestic violence this very much this season. Not because we don't care, but more because I just think the NFL should, you know, really just learn how to handle this a little bit better. Uh, Obviously, if there are any. So should our society. Yes, so should our society. Obviously, if there are any developments or any new stories with any other players or anything like that, we will bring it up. But. Yeah. Okay, now we've been previewing it for a long time, but let's talk about Zeke Elliott's contract. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about this one because my problem is with um, Dak Prescott is like, I don't think that he has proven that he's worth what he wants, but in some ways I think that Zeke has. So Yeah, I mean... To some extent, I agree, and I, I don't know the actual number that Zeke Elliott is asking for. I don't think it's out yeah, there, think, but yeah. I would assume it's somewhere around Le'Veon Bell money, which is 12 to $13 million a year. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, that's idiotic to give that kind of money out to a running back, I think. 
we're I, uh, well, we're gonna obviously talk about Melvin Gordon in a second. I believe that the two of them have both been offered. They both have definitely been offered. Yes. And neither of them have taken it. So absolutely. And I think they're both gonna go into the season. So I guess we'll have to just see how that plays out. Um, yeah, I mean. Melvin I, Gordon has said, uh, I saw a report on, sorry to interrupt you, but Melvin Gordon, I saw a report on him today. He's still training in Florida. He will not return to the team. I don't know where Zeke Elliott is. I'm yeah. assuming he's somewhere on some tropical island running on a beach somewhere, but that I might think, just be Tom yeah. Brady and GQ. He, I'm, I'm not quite sure um, if that's the way people actually train. But the thing is, though, like, I, like if you ask someone who has a good knowledge on the NFL and its players, Zeke is I think a better talent than Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is obviously um, getting more like publicity and obviously like looking a lot better in the past couple of years. But like Zeke is clearly like a, a very good running back, one of the best in the league, maybe the best. I don't. Oh, oh no, Saquon's definitely the best. Okay. In my well, in my Saquon, opinion, it's Saquon, it's Saquon new, Barkley. But, okay. Yeah, okay. I mean well, Zeke, Zeke see... is definitely one of the best. I, I don't know what he's asking for, so it's maybe it's a lot. But I'm, I, ass, I'm assuming it's between ten and fifteen. I sense it's probably closer to fifteen. Because I just think that uh, he's a he's a centerpiece for for the Cowboys. He is, and I and think that, they're going to struggle without him. Though. He is a centerpiece for the Cowboys. And how stupid is that that you have an inept quarterback that's asking for forty million dollars per year, and then you need that running back to back up the quarterback because the quarterback can't handle it. So you need a star running back. You need. This is why this is again why Dak Prescott deserves nowhere near what he's asking for, but he's going to get somewhere around thirty. Yeah. Um, Zeke Elliott, you, I, I again don't want to give him a ton of money, but if you're Jerry Jones, I mean, you have to pay him. You have no choice. He's yeah. he is your centerpiece of your team. You yeah, have yeah. to pay him. You like you look at the Patriots. Obviously, Tom Brady is he's our centerpiece. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the Jaguars. They have Nick Foles now. They're not a great team, but like, oh my they, god, they have like they have Jalen Ramsey. is like a really important player for their team. Um, he wasn't great last year, but he is a yeah. Save that for save that for the preview next week. Yeah, <laughs> like the Cowboys. Like I think Zeke is a very important. He, piece yeah, I mean, their franchise, we said so. it. He's he is the centerpiece of that team. So so let me ask you this: knowing what the market value is for these top end running backs, knowing what. Dak Prescott's asking for, knowing what I think Amari Cooper's going to have to ask for in a year or so. Um, how much is Zeke Elliott worth? How much do you offer? How much do you pay him? I, when, when I see like market deals and what other running backs are getting, like I would think that he should get the average running back deal, maybe a little bit higher. So what, eight or 10? Is that, is that around? I would back? say like, you're talking like, high end. Let me just, let's just, Clear this up. You're talking high end running backs. Yeah, so I'm thinking okay. maybe like 10, 10 or eleven million. Uh, I I agree. I, I think I I hope that they've offered him eight and that they're yeah. trying to get to ten because if he wants I, thirteen like Le'Veon Bell, that's that's not going to happen. For I've him. also um, seen some reports that he's shed a few pounds and has been working out very hard. So is it he's good ready that he shed? Go. Is it good that he shed a few pounds? Like how many pounds yeah. are we talking? Yeah, I didn't yeah. see that he, report. He shed a few pounds put on a lot of muscle, like is okay. getting, yeah. Okay. Really working hard. He was, he was pretty cut he before. So, I mean, that'll be exciting to watch. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on Zeke Elliott before we move on to Melvin Gordon? No, no. I okay. Think, I think we're good. So Melvin Gordon. Um, I don't know how I feel about him holding out. I think that he is worth a good amount of money. I think he's a, important piece to the Chargers, but they also have Phillip Rivers, who there is, is is a questionable quarterback. Some people think he's very good. Some people don't think he's I'd great. He's above average. He's Phil, okay, a decent quarterback. Better than Dak Prescott, but yes. not a Super Bowl quarterback, not a Hall have, of Famer. You have Keenan Allen. Um, you have Derwin James, who's injured right now, but very good player. You have a lot of solid players. You have Melvin Gordon. He is kind of like an up-and-coming um star in the NFL he he really broke out last year I think he could be really good but I don't I don't know how much he's asking for it's I'm assuming that it's too much if he's gonna if the Chargers aren't willing to give it to him um similar to Dak Prescott um he's obviously shown a lot of talent but I think maybe he needs a lip to show a little more 
Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think if we're paying Zeke Elliott, I think we agreed on 10 or 11 for Zeke Elliott. It's probably 8 or 9 for Melvin Gordon. Obviously, yeah. whatever Zeke Elliott gets, Melvin Gordon gets a couple million below that, in my opinion. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think the Chargers are a franchise that is going to cave quite like Jerry Jones will. Um, so I think that if any of these guys doesn't play week one, it will be Melvin Gordon. Personally, I don't know if either of them will play week one, but I think yeah. that Zeke will be playing for the Cowboys before Melvin Gordon. Yeah, and Melvin Gordon clearly yeah. wants and I, what he I, wants, I think, and he's going to hold out as long as he feels yeah. like it. I mean, so that's been do you agree? Do you agree eight to nine million for Melvin um, Gordon? I'd say probably okay. seven to nine, but yeah. Okay. Um, seven. Wow, that's pretty low. <laughs> well, well, they running backs aren't don't. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I agree. We come we come from the land. We come from the land where you're giving running backs two and three million dollars, and that's yeah, a lot. And exactly. some of these running backs on the exactly. Patriots are. I mean, some are making the rookie minimum. Some are making around a million dollars, but yes. they're not making a ton of money here. So this is um, where we come from. Tens of millions of dollars for a running back is yeah. insane to us. Yes. Okay. So, so our next topic, I have a lot of thoughts on. Oh, oh, oh so do move I. Move right on to the man himself, Antonio oh. Brown. Mr. Cryogenically Frozen Burn Feet, which if, if somebody could um, tell us on Twitter, our, our uh, podcast on Twitter is Laser Focus Pod, at Laser Focus Pod on Twitter. Um, and if you can tell us, you know, if you've ever been in a cryogenic chamber, freezer, whatever, um, it is, Faith, you're saying it's frostbite? Yes. Okay. I guess it's freezer, frostbite. There's some sort of issue with his feet. Yeah. Um, Not only do we have this foot issue, we're, I'm just going to list off a couple things. We also have him filing multiple grievances against the NFL over a helmet that is supposedly blocking his view of catching the ball or something yes. and, and we should we should mention on that and then we also have him um making millions of dollars in the nfl yes um, and can we just can i just touch on the helmet thing real quick let me just add that tom brady had to have a new helmet he says he doesn't love it but he's adapting to it i'm sorry faith continue okay that's and then we also have someone like i said in the nfl making millions of dollars um clearly a little bit hot-headed getting a upset little. With a chef over something that he had left in the freezer, kicking the chef out who had been cooking for him for two days, $38,000 he owes him, has not paid him, and he will not let him back into his home to get all of the uh, cooking utensils and equipment that he used. Yes. So and, I and think faith- that that is ridiculous for someone making mm-hmm. millions of dollars. Like, that yeah. is just- couple of things that well first of all let me just touch on what you're talking about with the fish head that was left in the freezer uh they believe that that guy was in a gang and that it was a threat uh he cooked them salmon and left a salmon head i guess you use that in soup i'm not a chef i don't know they were they were gonna use the supposed fish head to make make a a stock this isn't the food network though let's let's move on let me just add a couple of things to your antonio brown thing um couple years ago, he showed up to training camp in a, uh, I believe it was like 1920s era Rolls Royce, which is just you know, a little flashy for my liking. I, I yep. prefer that the Patriots players don't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he showed up in a fur coat. Let me add a great Gatsby Rolls Royce and a fur coat. And that's not that bad. But, um, you know, he also was charged in Miami for throwing furniture out of, a, I believe it was like mid 30 story window. Also, on the way to practice last year, he was pulled over going 100 miles now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can, we can go on and on and on. Um, but really, the, the main concern or the main issue is that he skipped week 17 last year and prevented his team yes. from, well, I, I'm not going to totally blame it on him, but whatever happened, which nobody has made, made clear of because Mike Tomlin just beats around the bush oh. and. That we press just, conference last year, that 45-minute press just, conference, oh, my we God. Just, we really don't know what exactly happened, but something kept him out of practice that week. Didn't make him play in the game. He went to the game. He left um, Baker Mayfield through an interception in the end zone, which made the Ravens win, and the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> did not end up making it to the playoffs because they yep. lost their game, which Antonio Brown decided he was not going to participate in for whatever reason. We still don't know. Yeah, so this this guy clearly isn't a team player. Um can we talk a little bit about what he's done in Oakland, though? Because, I mean, this is this is a fascinating okay. situation to me. So they take someone who is just a, a little, a bit unpredictable and a bit hot-headed. Unprofessional. And, unprofessional. Unprofessional. 
and they give him multi millions of dollars. I'm sorry, Faith, you broke up. Do you want to repeat that last sentence? And they give him multi millions of dollars. And it is just ridiculous. It, it they, is. They are rewarding him with that money, which I don't want to sound crazy, but they're because he is a great wide receiver when he's on the field. But they gave him a ton of money and he didn't go in there and I guess respect the contract they gave him and and, and he when he was younger he used to be like one of those players that was just like I am going to commit all my time to this like he was like all in like practicing all the time facility first one there last one to leave and that changed because he got really good and he just decided he was yeah. going to do whatever he wanted and then he goes to a new team because he doesn't like the other one they give him a huge contract, and he does the same thing. Yeah, I, just... I really think a lot of this is on John Gruden and the general manager down there. Mike um, Mayock. Yeah. yeah. And this is what? It, it's the, the helmet thing is, I'm sure it's all over the yeah. media. Everyone I mean, has lots of information on it. That is just. It's all over the media, but I mean, I, I want to just touch on John Gruden and uh, Dave, whoever the general manager is Mike there. Mayock. I'm sorry. Mike Mayock's part in this. Um, you you can't be doing this. I mean, you know, we're we're going to touch on the rest of Oakland next week in our um division preview, but this this whole this whole thing just concerns me. I mean, they're in a competitive division. They're going nowhere and I mean, you have Antonio Brown just I don't even know what he's doing. He's he's acting very unprofessional. Who knows what's going to happen with this grievance with the NFL? I sense that the NFL will cave, but I don't know. Yeah. And he's Antonio Brown. He does whatever he wants, but I think like new team He's so far seems like he's getting along with Derek Carr and the rest of his teammates. So I'm thinking week one, he'll be there, but you never really know, I guess. Yeah, um, you, you don't. And I mean, they need him. They have, they have Denver, they have LA, they have the LA Chargers and they have the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. That You can make an argument that that's the toughest division in football. So it, it's a real tough road for him. We're going to talk more about this team next week, but just enjoy the, just enjoy the circus on hard knocks. Okay, now why don't we talk a little bit about the Patriots offseason. And, Faith, I know you wanted to start off with the punters. And so around, around the NFL, we have quarterback controversies, and we don't have that in New England. In New England, <laughs> we spend an exorbitant amount of time on special teams, and we have a punter controversy. So, Faith, why don't you tell everyone so, about the punter situation in New England? I hold my New England Patriots players dear to the heart, and I've had a few days to cool down about this, but... You know, Ryan Allen, he's gone. Um, it's a little disheartening. I'm a bit upset about it. I've had some time to cool down. I am feeling better, but I just was very upset in the moment. Um, <laughs> Ryan Allen was a Super Bowl MVP candidate. Yes, he, he absolutely pinned was. In front or pin them behind the five yard line multiple times in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, and that punt in Pittsburgh. I know they lost that game, but that punt in Pittsburgh. It's just um, he's had some good yeah, moments no. here, and he's good. And he's, just, uh, he's not too old. He's only in his. <laughs> I, I think he's only twenty seven or twenty eight. I just felt like it was a little disrespectful. But you know what? You know, I've seen I, Jake um, Bailey, which we'll touch on after. He has a leg. That kid mm-hmm. has a leg. Yeah, so. and I, I think I think to your point of disrespect, they they did release him week two. He's going to be on an NFL team for week one. That's I true. I. That's I true. He will, and he's gonna he's gonna make money. He's not gonna be a Patriot contract anymore. He's gonna be like, you know, I don't I don't know who needs a punter, but like he's gonna be in Seattle making three million dollars a year as a punter or something Matthew ridiculous. Slater, Matthew Slater said it. You you gain some friends, and at some point, yep. most of the time they're gonna leave, and it's gonna mm-hmm. stink. But you know what? We're gonna move on from this. Yeah. We have a. What looks like to be a very good punter that's going to relieve some of the duties of Steven yes. Bosco. And I believe, I believe he does kickoffs too. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that'll be exciting to watch. Um, I can just imagine, you know, the banner, banner dropping, everyone going crazy, and Jake Bailey yeah. kicking off. Um, so, now we'll touch on some of the people that we acquired in the offseason. We can start off with Michael Bennett. Uh, Brother of Martellus Bennett, offseason. Super Bowl champion with Seattle. Yep. yep. Um, Faith, what do you think about this move? I, we lost Trey Flowers. It was a heartbreak in New England. People were upset about it. People wanted the franchise tag. We knew it wasn't going to happen. We knew we were going to lose him. Um, 
because Bill doesn't pay anyone. But yes, we knew we were we knew we were going to lose him as soon Mike, as Michael you know. Bennett is probably as good as a replacement as we were going to get. So I'm I agree. really happy with that. I agree. He's a little older than I would have liked, but uh, you don't you know there's not a ton of options if you're not willing to pay up at this position. He's um, also. Uh, Supposedly, so, quite a leader in the locker room. You know, it's, it so. seems like he's good. My only concern with him is he's been very outspoken on the social justice things, and I know the Patriots don't love to talk about that very much. Yeah. So I, I assume he'll be, you know, good friends with the McCordys, and you know, I hope he, I hope he does great work. But uh, I hope he comes to New England understanding that you know we win here. We don't, we don't talk about extracurricular activities I to think. the extent that you do in maybe Seattle or. Um, or Philadelphia. Yep. So, then, but uh, I mean, he seems like a great player, and uh, I'm excited. Hey, who's for him. next? Then we have Demarius Thomas, a bit of a wild card right now. Yes. He's just removed from the PUP, so that's a good sign. Uh huh. And uh, he is, uh, as some people in the uh, Boston sports radio like to say, he is made of glass, so <laughs> a little bit fragile. Yep. Demarius Thomas, receiver. I believe he former Denver receiver comes from Denver, correct? Um, he is from Denver. Was Oh, right. Houston. Houston. Yes. Um, yeah, he was on Houston yes. last year and uh, tore his Achilles. And now mm-hmm. he's recovering, just got taken off the PUP. So Yes, and that's I that's not an easy injury to come back from at his yeah. age. He's an aging receiver. And with him and Josh Gordon coming back, um, you know, this this wide receiver core, I still think it's a weakness at the at uh, on the Patriots, but it does make it kind of interesting to who is going to make this team. And um, – we're not going to predict who makes a team because I just I don't want to do that. But when the 53-man roster comes out, it's certainly going to be interesting. I believe if the Demarius Thomas is healthy, he will make the team. I um, agree. It'll be it'll be an interesting storyline because mm-hmm. we haven't seen him practice. We yes. haven't seen his chemistry with many of the uh, mm-hmm. offense. So okay, we'll, we'll see how that goes. So returning from the depths of hell that is the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> We have Jamie Collins coming back. That is, I and I mean, you know, this. the linebacker position—it wasn't great last year. Uh, I think it's you know significantly improved. On um, I don't, I don't know. Kyle Van Noy had a bit of a breakout year last year. Okay, he did, but the, the linebacking core this year is way better. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. So, so, so obviously, Jamie Collins coming back is big. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really weird because before he was here and he was kind of the number one guy, mm-hmm. and now. He he has Dante Hightower and Kyle Van in front of him. So he's yeah. going to have a bit of a different role than he used to have. But he is a huge strength to have back. Oh, up. he is, for sure. And then it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Juwan Bentley. Though, mm-hmm. so, because he's another linebacker. But I do think Jamie Collins is going to make the roster. He hasn't oh, for played sure. a lot He'll make the preseason. He's, played, he's only played a little bit, but he has looked great. We know mm-hmm. who, We know what he's plays like and um i'm excited that he's more importantly he knows the culture of the team and he knows yeah. that he knows the place yeah. um while we're touching a little bit on linebackers obviously we'll we'll get to the schedule preview but i do want to say that this linebacking core their biggest test of the season is obviously with saquon barkley in my yep. opinion which which i mean that's that's going to be the true test of how how this linebacking core per- performs ben watson returning to the Patriots after many years previously on the many, Saints. many years. Um, well, we're not going to have him the first four games. He is, uh, he, he should know the playbook pretty well. Um, mm, yeah, hopefully good chemistry with Tom. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, think that he's going to be a good addition. I mean, I think we have to remember Tom Brady was like a child or a kid last time no, Ben Watson they, was in New England, but they've had, yeah. some, they've had some separate time at practice. Mm-hmm. Just the, the two of yeah. them, maybe with, Nikhil Harrier, another person just having some one-on-one time passing, um, which mm-hmm. from media that's been at practices supposedly looks pretty, he looks pretty good. And uh, I know he hasn't, he hasn't caught a ton of passes, maybe just a couple in the preseason, but uh, he isn't playing a ton, but he, he looks really good. Yeah. And um, I mean, for, for me, the tight end position is, is yeah, it's not even close, the weakest position on this team. So yeah, some, some sure. experienced veteran like, like Benjamin Watson, even if he's not great, he's still going to be a leader in the locker room yeah. for the other, for the other and tight ends. Just, uh, just a little snippet of information. He is locker buddies with Josh Gordon. So. Okay. Just... Yeah. Cause we saw how Josh Gordon did when he was locker buddies with Tom Brady. <laughs> do you want to, do you want to touch on Josh Gordon a little bit? Um, just quickly, Josh mm-hmm. Gordon. Um, uh, Mike Felger um, actually brought this point to my attention. 
Yeah. The great, great negative Mike Felger, but we love him. He may be one of the most unreliable players to be in the NFL. No, 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 no. All of professional sports. Okay. I'm sorry. All of professional sports. Uh, You know, that is a bit of a harsh take, but he is. Not really. Okay. This is sixth time. He is extremely unreliable. And I'm not going to set my expectations very high. He's obviously a great player. He is great size for the team. Great receiver. Mm-hmm. Can stretch the field well. Looked decent with Tom Brady. Pretty good last year with Tom Brady. Um, but I'm not getting my hopes up because I can. I'm, yeah. I will be so, so happy if he can make it. Can make it eight weeks, nine yeah, weeks. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it should be a full season. It, it should, should be, be a full, full season. season. Um, and you know, let's let's not waste all our material on him because he is definitely making the team. So we'll we'll uh, we'll see where this story progresses. Obviously, we yep. haven't seen him play yet. I don't think he's playing this week. Uh, I'm not sure if he can play week four. I'm not quite sure he, the technicalities. He cannot play this week. But can he, he play week four? Play next week. Okay. Then I fully um, expect him to play with Jared Stidham week four, which is yeah. not ideal. So now we will touch on the GOAT, greatest of all time, Mr. Thomas Edward Brady. Yes, the greatest of all time. So his, uh, his contract is, is quite interesting to me. Faith, how about you? Um, it, it is interesting. It was, I still haven't grasped on to why they made it seem like it was a multi-year contract. And then it, we found out, I don't know if it was the day later, the end of the day, that he was actually going to be a free agent at the end of the yeah. season, which is scary, but I mm, do. Very scary. I can pretty confidently say that he will not be playing for another team. I, I completely agree. And, I mean, the only thing that I can think of that he would have that voidable contract at the end of the year with the two additional years would be somehow the Patriots wanted to stretch out the signing bonus on um, for the cap hit. But – I, I also want to say I, I don't see him playing anywhere else. I know I know he's building a house in New York, and the kids go to school in New York. And Giselle, you know, she's a supermodel. She loves New York, but yep. I don't. He's not going to play for the Jets. He's yeah. not going to play for the Giants. He is. Think about what that would do for his legacy if he left New England and went for a crap bag team. Yep. I don't think he wants to get to a rebuild project at this point in his yep. career. So, I can uh, I can say he he will not play for that. Yeah, that that whole thing to me is laughable. Um, I do believe that he will end up with a contract extension before the end of the league year, though. Yeah. Um, so, as we're getting to the end of this, we are going to go through your draft class for this year, mm-hmm. which is looking excellent, may yes. I say. So, let's start with the first round pick, Nikhil Harry. And Nikhil Harry. Yes. Let's just Let's just say this, as Patriots fans, we are used to, you know, Bill Belichick, Drafting a guard or an offensive tackle, or never uh, a wide receiver. He has never taken a wide receiver. So I mean, we, I, I, I thought maybe DK Metcalf. Uh, upon further review, Nikhil Harry is definitely better. There are concerns about him, like his uh, ability to get space. Um, but seems like a good, good guy. Um, works hard. Uh, I do question whether, you know, he's going to be able to understand the Patriots offense. I don't know much about that Arizona State yeah, offense. We haven't seen much of him because mm-hmm. he's, he's been dealing with a yeah. little bit injury, of injury. Injury is obviously a huge concern. And I know that he's, that he's had some weird practices where, where he's had a lot of drops, but he makes all these circus catches. So I guess that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, so round certainly, two. certainly a good deep threat. He'll be good. Round two, Jawan Williams, defensive yep. back. He is looking very good in these mm-hmm. games. He is noticeably larger than a lot of the people on the field with him. He's very tall. He's very strong. He is batting down a lot of passes, getting his hands into a lot of a lot of passes. So it's he's looking really good. Yeah. Can I just can I just add that he's a guy from Vanderbilt, and uh, typically if you're in Vanderbilt, you are not stupid. And uh, I, I just I think that that was probably an added bonus when Bill Belichick drafted him. Clearly, well-rounded, you know, intelligent football guy. Uh-huh. You know, as any defensive back is. But I yep. mean, a Vander a, a Vanderbilt Vanderbilt defensive back. Um, I was very excited when they drafted this guy. Yeah, uh, it's it's really him and who we're gonna get who we're gonna move on to next uh, round three pick Chase Winovich that I'm most excited to see. He is, a he is an force and on Chase that Chase Winovich we're we're touching on. He is an animal. He is, he is an animal that looks like Clay Matthews. He, he is, is getting an, me excited because oh. 
You know what? Yeah. When he's out there, he doesn't look big. He doesn't look very strong, but he is everywhere where the ball is. He is Gotta... making the tackles. He's blocking. He is yeah. He is doing everything he's supposed to. Looks like he is, uh, you know, the, as the Patriots say, doing his job very well. Yes. For and, that chocolate uh, bar and the $5 from his grandmother. Yes. Yep. And being smart. Seems uh-huh. like a great kid. And, uh, and yeah. Let yeah. me just let me just add that line. It it does seem like that's that's a Bill Belichick like I want to screw with the media line. Yes. Um, um. So, round three, running back Damien Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, he he looks pretty solid. Really, we really, really good. See, we had we didn't really see much of him in the first game, which is kind of weird, mm-hmm. but we saw him in the last game a lot. He is like not scared of the hits he just yeah. runs through he's not life. he's not like the biggest guy either no no um and i know it's really early but i can see him having a good role in the in the offense this year yeah. but it's it's a little bit of weird dynamic because you have brandon bolden big special teams guy that bill belichick is pretty fond of you have rex burkhead which is kind of a wild card so i don't really know about him right now and then you have Sony Michelle and James White, which I think are those yeah, two I mean, are definitely that, locks. That me. running back core is no. deep. When the full roster comes out, we'll go through that. Yeah. Let me just add for Damian Harris, um, when when Bill Belichick picks a picks a picks a guy from the S from an SEC school, I love it because I think the pressure on you at an SEC school, specifically Alabama, is like no other college pressure. I mean, Alabama, you you are the show. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, you know, don't understand the pressure that these guys are under in New England. These guys are under a microscope. You know, we, we follow everything that they do. So I, I think that that's, that's a lot of experience gained in Alabama for him. And yeah. I just think that that's going to work out really well. Faith, do you want to move on to the next uh, third round pick? Yeah, Yanni Kajus. I'm not sure. I think he's been injured, but we don't have much to say about him. Um Offensive tackle position is obviously a little bit of an unknown right now. You have Joe Tooney, which is – I mean, I guess it's mostly the left tackle if Isaiah Wynn can be completely healthy and be oh, ready to concern. play. Oh, that's a we'll, concern. We'll be good. But I guess that's kind of a wild card right now. Y'all need to do some not really sure about him all the way. But um, round four, Yelda Froholt. Um, <laughs> we has... only know who's on the team because somebody asked about <laughs> him at the Josh Gordon press conference He's the other day. He's actually been playing every game. Um, I we haven't heard his name a lot, which I which I guess isn't isn't great, but it's it can't be a bad thing if we haven't heard like wow this guy sucks. So, um, <laughs> yeah, then not much have, to say about him. Then we, round four we have our Auburn QB Jarrett Stidham. Yes, and another guy from an SEC school. They once again that experience of being under the pressure of those SEC fans is really going to help him here. Uh, by all accounts, he looks really good. I mean, Scott Zolak, I guess, is the um, is the guy we go to for quarterback stuff here. <laughs> he really likes him. I, I was listening to a show today, and he said he would take Jared Stidham over Jimmy Garoppolo. I heard uh, that. Um, so, you know what? I see the hype around him. I see his mechanics look good. He, he doesn't look too frazzled in the pocket. He looks he looks pretty good, but I just I, I have a problem committing because all the time these quarterbacks come out of these colleges, and they're like, oh my god, great. Like You have Josh Rosen taking in the top ten, and then what happened to him? We'll I don't see know. how he does in Miami this year. So I just, this is a question mark there. Jared Stidham, potential, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. put a big star next to his name right now. Really, it's only in New England that we'd get excited over a punter. Yep. and uh, it, it, This kid does look good, though. We've talked about it. He's got a good leg. That kid mm-hmm. can, that kid yeah. barely, like, it looks effortless, and that ball mm-hmm. is, has great hang time. It looks great. Yeah, um, let, me just, let me just add one thing on Jake Bailey. Um you know, we haven't seen him play in bad weather, and I guess that's just the one big unknown. Um, yeah. But besides that, I mean, he, he can do also, everything. Also, he is a right-footed punter, which is very uncommon for Bill Belichick. Um, yes, yes. So, I believe he is the only one, with the exception of some other guy who played yeah. three games for the Patriots. So, yeah. so round seven, I'm just going to say these two at once. We're going to touch on Ken Webster, and then who was drafted in the seventh round, and then your undrafted Jacoby Myers. Seventh round pick, drafted, Ken Webster. No one no one really knows who this is. He's been hurt, not really playing. We don't. We can't really touch on him. We don't know much. Then you have mm-hmm. undrafted Jacoby Myers making a 
huge impact so far in the preseason. Everyone yep. is talking about him. This kid looks great. So, Justin, what are your thoughts on him? Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's very clear that, you know, second and third string guys can't cover this guy. Uh, Scott Zolak, again, uh, thinks that this guy's a lock to make the team. I was actually just watching the Tennessee broadcast of this game, and it seems like they think that Co- Jacoby Myers team. Uh, I kind of agree with that. And also, yeah. Jacoby Myers, at some point in his career, was a quarterback. I don't know if that was high school or college. Oh, so interesting. I can imagine him, you know, throwing the ball like Julian Edelman. And, <laughs> uh, you know, undrafted rookie free agent. That's that's yeah. really what the Patriots are all about. And, and so, to this point, he's looked better than Nikhil Harry, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I have to say. But we haven't seen much of Nikhil Harry, so we I don't not. want to compare. We have not, but, yeah. Um, I'm just going to say, I'm going to add in a couple more people to this. But Juwan Williams, Chase Winovich, and Jacoby Myers – are playing against second and third string guys, which so you yeah. can't you can't say, oh my god, these people are incredible. Damian Harris like, can be included, I think. Okay, but um, but but they are significantly better than them, so that mm-hmm. kind of gives you an insight of what it's going to look like against yeah. starters. So yeah, that's tomorrow. Kind of um, you know, tomorrow tomorrow is a big day. Tomorrow yeah. is is really really important. So we have um, preseason game three, and uh, we. Yeah. We think we'll see some snaps from Tom Brady. I'm hoping. We need to. What are yeah. you? Uh, what are you looking forward to seeing most? Yeah, tomorrow? I'm, I'm. If Tom plays, I, I'm looking to see. Uh, obviously, Tom Brady is going to be good this season, but mm-hmm. I'm looking. I'm just want to see how he's going to start off the year. See what what it looks like. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if we're going to see any of Edelman. I don't know if we're going to see any of the McCordys. Maybe Patrick Chung. There's a Kyle Van Noy, Dante Hightower. A lot of starters we haven't seen any mm-hmm. of. Um, Philip Dorsett, just a lot of a lot of people yeah. who we really haven't seen much of. So, mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing some of those guys. And then we're playing the Panthers. Yeah. They have a pretty good yes. defense. So if they and, play uh, their starters, that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty mm-hmm. big. Yeah, and I, I guess I'm really excited to see how this offense kind of functions under Tom Brady. Because you know, yes, we're excited to see Jacoby Myers. Yes, we're excited with uh, Damian Harris. But it, these guys are playing with a third string quarterback at the moment, yeah. Brian Hoyer. Um, we are not seeing this offense fire on all cylinders. No, no. Um, and I'm not saying that Jacoby Myers and uh, Damian Harris are bad. I'm just saying that we are not seeing the show pony that is yeah. the Patriots offense. And let and- me just say, you are defending world champions. Yes. Coming off this- of, we won the Super Bowl, but it was a interesting season. This One- team is significantly better, yes. 1,000% not your best offense. Uh-huh. 1,000% at times not your best defense. Not including the Super Bowl because the defense was ridiculous in that Super Bowl. We all know that, mm-hmm. but it's you just wonder what is going to happen this year. Yeah, this, when you this have defense, this defense with, is good. You know, you have a lot of depth at wide receiver, even though we don't know the talent that's going to be there once the season starts. But you have a lot of guys there. <laughs> you have a lot of bodies. Yeah. Whether they can catch the yep. ball and run is a question. And then you have a you have a a lot of running backs that could be very. Mm-hmm. Of Tom Brady is the quarterback, so the offense is looking pretty good to me. Besides the tight end position, obviously, yeah, and left tackle, and the defense just looks incredible. So that's yes. exciting. I co-sign that the defense does look really good. So you well, just gotta wonder, yes, this year, what's <laughs> gonna happen? And yes. it's looking optimistic, but you do wonder. And uh, next week we will be previewing what we think is gonna happen. We're gonna go through the entire league. Um, and we're going to pick division winners, and we're going to go also go through the Patriots' schedule. Um, Faith, anything else you want to add about next week's episode? No, but thank you for tuning in. Yes, and uh, you can find us at Laser Focus Pod on Twitter. Yes. Okay, thanks a lot for All joining right. us. We will be back next Wednesday with a new episode.